The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Today FM. It all happens here. Today FM. OK, we're joined by Marion McKeown and Cal Thomas from the United States. Marion, if I could start with you. Tell us about the latest Harvey Weinstein trial, because the former movie producer is already a prisoner because of his crimes, isn't he? That's right. Uh, Harvey Weinstein was convicted of um, various crimes in New York, uh, and he's now serving a 23-year sentence following that conviction. But he was always going to be facing trial on separate counts in Los Angeles, where he's accused of 11 separate counts of rape and sexual assault involving five women. And one of these women is Gavin Newsom's second wife, uh, Jennifer Siebel Newsom, who she's a filmmaker. She was also an actress in um, a, a couple of films. She's not an A-lister actress, but she and she has accused she's one of the people who claims that Harvey Weinstein sexually assaulted her in Los Angeles. Apparently, there was there was a week in 2013 when four of these 11 charges of rape and sexual assault came about and they all stem from the same week of the Oscars in 2013 when he had two films up for consideration and they they won oscars both of them and uh so you know it's it's um the, the in la and in california it's interesting because the law says that a um the jury can convict if they believe a witness's testimony on its own, which you would think is as it should be. There doesn't have to necessarily be corroborating evidence if they find, because in so many of these cases, there is no uh, corroborating evidence, particularly if the, the crime isn't reported immediately. Um, and that if they find the witness credible, they can convict on that basis. I, uh, because uh, Harvey, we- there isn't a person in America who isn't aware of Harvey Weinstein's past and of the fact that he's currently in prison on sex assault and rape convictions. So I think that um, it, it's very likely that he will be convicted in, in California. The trial is going to take at least two months. It'll probably go on into the new year, in fact. Uh, jury selection has just I'm sorry, has he been moved from New York to Los Angeles for he the has, duration yeah, of the trial? Yeah, he's, he's, in, um, he's in Los Angeles. He's been held in prison in Los Angeles in custody there now. Uh, he'll be there for the duration of the trial. I'm not quite clear what will happen if he is convicted. I assume he goes back to New York to serve of his sentence in New York because that was the first conviction and you may say it's moot if he gets another 20 years in, in Los Angeles then that you know he's already in prison uh, he's what, in his 70s at this stage but I think for, for the women who, who allege that he raped him and sexually assaulted them uh, that this is important they want they want justice and, and this is why this trial is going ahead. Now Carl Thomas um Donald Trump, your former president, has claimed that another <laughs> former president, the late George Bush Sr., stored classified files in a former bowling alley and a former Chinese restaurant. What are we to make yeah. of that? Well, I, I just think that this contributes to the uh, lunacy. I sent this story to Jeb Bush, uh, Bush 41's son, former governor of Florida, and he wrote me back with a three-word reply. He is, he's a lunatic. And I think that probably sums things up. I mean, this takes uh, uh, craziness to a whole new level. Uh, Bush 41 was a man of great personal integrity. I knew him for 40 years since he was my congressman when I was a reporter in Houston. Uh, There's never been any major or even minor scandal associated with him. A man of tremendous character and integrity. Uh, this uh, This is akin to somebody accusing Donald Trump of being faithful to his wives. Okay, Uh, Marion, who is Jim Marchant and why should we have any regard for people like him? 
Um, can I just very quickly get back on what Cal said there, Matt? Just that uh, George W. Bush was, of course, or H. W. Bush was, of course, implicated in the Iran Contra scandal. But I think that um, I think Trump is here going for an insanity defence. It's the only thing I can I can think would make sense here, because otherwise, who would claim that somebody, a president, took millions of documents to a bowling alley? Uh, you know, it, it it just makes no sense. Uh, so that's the only conclusion. Uh, Jim Martin, this is this is a really worrying thing. You know, I. I, the, the, the 2020 elections, I, I don't want to be a Cassandra here or a doom and gloomer, but it's very possible that the 2020 elections could be the last free and fair elections in America for various reasons. Uh, one Sorry, Marion, you know they weren't yeah. free and fair. They were fixed and we got the wrong result because there was a conspiracy at play. Did you not read the memo? I, I, I did indeed read the memo. I just didn't believe it. Uh, there, but, you know, there are over 200 Republicans running who are complete election deniers in this election. But, you know, you've got all those people and some of them will get in because it doesn't matter what, what um, you know, because of the district, the redistricting and etc. and gerrymandering, they're going to be elected anyway. But there is a real problem in that there are several people running for Secretary of State uh, in Nevada and Michigan and Arizona and in, in New Mexico. And Texas is always a is also in a dubious situation. But you have there, excluding Texas, you have swing states, three of which are major swing states, all of whom are trying to elect Secretary of State who are part of a coalition, including Jim March, that has pledged that they will, and his words, not mine, that they will fix the 2024 election to make sure that Trump is elected. So, Matt, let me pick up this, on that, may I? Uh, yeah, sorry, and I like Marion come back in a second. Cal, go on. What do yeah. you want to say to that? Well, I, there's something going on on the other side too, and I agree. I think there's some really serious questions about election integrity and the faith of the American people in the electoral process. Eric Holder, who was Barack Obama's uh, attorney general, is leading an organization that is doing the same thing on the Democrat side, trying to influence, with the help of money from George Soros, uh, the election of secretaries of state who will uh, elect uh, more Democrats. So both sides are guilty of doing this, and it's a terrible thing, I think, and again is going to uh, lower the faith of, of Americans in election outcomes, which is not good for anybody regardless of their party. Yeah, Marion, it's George Soros' uh, money again. No, well, yeah, but, but, you know, Cal, this is, with all respect, apples and oranges. There hasn't oh. been a single Democrat, including Eric Holder, who is trying to ensure that Democrats are elected because they are not denying the results of the election. They're not saying it was a fiction. They're not claiming that space people came down and fixed the results or Hugo Chavez or anything else. They want people to be elected who will preserve the integrity of American elections. There is nothing wrong with that. What is really wrong is if you have guys like Jim Marchant and Jim Fitchin and all these other people and including the the, um, the professor in Michigan who claimed that she had seen election fraud happen in Detroit where she was. They brought up the footage. She was absolutely lying. She's running for Secretary of State for, for Michigan these people are all determined to fix the election in in a really fraudulent way in 2024. It's absolutely not comparable. You also have, of course, two cases in the Supreme Court where the Supreme Court could very well say if they decide and some of them vindicated, they are predisposed to doing so, that come 2024, uh, that the states, the legislators, whoever controls the state legislature will just decide who the winner was of, a, of their state. And it doesn't matter, Dan, what the voters or even the Secretary of States or anyone says. American elections are in a really critical point at this stage and it can't be overstated. Okay, do you want to respond to that, Cal? No, I, I think it's, uh, I don't think it's apples and oranges. I think when you try to put 
people of your persuasion, your political worldview, uh, rather than uh, obeying the law and under the state constitution and local laws into office, then clearly you have uh, an agenda and a, an objective in mind. There's nothing wrong with supporting secretaries of state. Uh, this has gotten uh, attention uh, really since uh, the 2000 election. Now, most people didn't care who was elected secretary of state. They didn't even consider it an important thing. But now it's become part of the mix of this uh, this very toxic political environment in the United States. And once again, uh, no matter which side you're on, I, Republican or Democrat or increasingly independent, it is uh, lowering the, uh, the faith uh, of the American people in the election outcome, no matter who is elected. Now, Marion, we're going to hear in a moment from Tulsi Gabbard and her statement to announce that she's no longer a Democrat. But rather than tell us what's in that, will you remind people of why she was once a prominent Democrat. I will not, but can I very quickly, because it's so important, just get back to what Cal said. What you have here is you have people who are running their whole election campaign. These Republicans is predicated on vote for me and I will make sure that no matter what the results are in 2024, Donald Trump will get in. The fix will be in for Donald Trump. There is nothing equivalent happening on the Democratic All right, side. Okay. It's absolutely uh, false. To say I'm that. opposed to okay. that, of course. Tulsi Gabbard. Um, okay, she ran for um, election as a Democrat. She was in the presidential uh, uh, lineup um, initially uh, running as a Democrat. She's She comes from Hawaii, basically, and I think Cal will agree with me on this one, that it's very difficult for a Republican to be elected in Hawaii. The only way you could get to Congress, really, in Hawaii is to go as a Democrat. But she's always been a Republican. If there was a, an equivalent of a rhino, she'd probably be, I don't know, a dino or whatever. But uh, she's somebody who's always espoused very, very sort of extreme, um, I wouldn't even say necessarily Republican, <laughs> but views on a number of things. Um, a lot of them seem to be colossally ill-informed. And she's just, she's somebody who I think a bit like the Matt Gateses and the Marjorie Taylor Greens, she likes the camera. I think her position will change mm -hmm. so long as the camera stays on her. And, let's, and uh, let's she's hear. no longer a Democrat. She never was. Let's hear her statement. I can no longer remain in today's Democratic Party that's under the complete control of an elitist cabal of warmongers who are driven by cowardly wokeness who divide us by racializing every issue and stoking anti-white racism, who actively work to undermine our God-given freedoms that are enshrined in our Constitution, who are hostile to people of faith and spirituality, who demonize the police but protect criminals at the expense of law-abiding Americans, who believe in open borders, who weaponize the national security state to go after their political opponents, and above all, who are dragging us ever closer to nuclear war. Now, I believe in a government that's of the people, by the people, and for the people. Unfortunately, today's Democratic Party does not. Instead, it stands for a government that is of, by, and for the powerful elite. Now, I'm calling on my fellow common sense, independent-minded Democrats to join me in leaving the Democratic Party. If you can no longer stomach the direction that the so-called woke Democratic Party ideologues are taking our country, then I invite you to join me. Carl Thomas, is she suddenly a hero of yours now? <laughs> well, you know, Matt, uh, to Democrats, somebody is only an extremist if they don't agree with them. 
uh, I think she's very articulate. She didn't say whether she was going to become a Republican or an independent, so that will be interesting. And it will also be interesting to see how many people actually follow her. Switching parties is nothing new in the United States. It goes back to the 19th century. In more recent years, Ronald Reagan uh, switched from a Roosevelt Democrat to the Republican Party, saying, uh, I didn't leave the Democrat Party. The Democrat Party left me. So you pretty much get that. You've had it going the other way. There was a guy named Jim Jeffords, who was a senator from uh, Vermont, who uh, left the Republican Party in 2001 and gave the Democrats a one-seat majority in the U.S. Senate. So this this kind of stuff goes on all the time. We'll just see how many followers uh, she has. There was a fellow called Donald Trump who was once a registered Democrat before he <laughs> decided right. to become a Republican. In fact, he even spoke about the possibility of running for the Democratic nomination. One last one, Marion McKeown. Uh, Joe Biden's blanket pardon for Americans federally convicted of possessing small amounts of marijuana. What's going to happen at state level after that? Well, you know, I, I really welcome this because at the moment, marijuana is classified at a higher level as a more dangerous drug than methamphetamine or fentanyl, which, as we all know, is the deadliest drug in America. And, you know, 120 people died last, 120,000 people died last year from drug overdoses. Not one of those was a cannabis overdose. So America really needs to get its, its act together. Um, I think one of the big things from this is that the... the um, the cannabis business, the industry, is going to become even more huge than it is already because you have guys like John Boehner now, who was the former Republican speaker, who's now a lobbyist for, for the cannabis industry and several other Republicans as well. It's going to be the next big earner in the States, but the, it has to become federally legal first. So I think there are about seven or eight or nine more states. Currently, I think it's about 20 states in America where you can have recreational cannabis um, perfectly legally and about 36 have um, medicinal cannabis. The the number of um, over the next two to four years, there will be about 30 states where you can buy it legally and and um, medically, recreationally, I, I should say, will be 30 states. Medically, will probably go up to the entire like 45, 50 states. It's coming whether, you know, people like it or not. And I think most people do. And because Republicans, as we know, are not averse to business opportunities and they see a lot of business in this. Not averse to use of drugs either. Um, <laughs> finishing with you, Cal Thomas, is this a good move? Because it's only related solely to possession. It's not mm. a sort of a blanket uh, yeah. excusal for those who have been pushing drugs. It's just what we need in America, Matt. More people with altered mental states. The great irony here is that Vice President Kamala Harris, who spoke to this issue a couple of days ago when she was in Texas, but not visiting the border, uh, since she's supposed to be in charge of securing the border, uh, put in prison when she was Attorney General of California, nearly 2,000 people for marijuana offenses. Now, at, at the same time, she was smoking dope. Uh, so she wouldn't put herself in prison, but she put nearly 2,000 other people in prison. I think that is the ultimate in hypocrisy. Would you put those people in prison, Cal? No, but I would. Uh, I do think that marijuana is a gateway drug and that there is a certain benefit to the law of, of telling people that certain things are not good for them. Uh, I think that uh, a fine would be more appropriate for uh, for small time users. Certainly dealers is another issue. And again, as Marion said, fentanyl is a greater uh, threat and that's not being controlled sufficiently at, at the border. Thank you very much, Carl Thomas and Marion McKeown. The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Weekdays from 4.30. Today is-